Oh, Kevin started bopping right at the end. Yeah, <laughs> the late bop. He's still bopping. I did a big guy, guy that stands up in the crowd when the song's over. <laughs> yeah. I is did he a happy big stretch. Or is he just trying to get to is his he, car? Oh, 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 I thought you guys were standing. Oh, 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 no. Um, there was a uh, there was a standing ovation at the play Andrew and I saw this week. Oh my gosh! We went to a, we went to a it. music hall, and mm-hmm. you can. Uh, is that a, is this a this is a teaser for yeah. Yo Can We Live? Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, tee up the subscription show before we announce what this is before we introduce <laughs> this the is, show. Um, no, that's that's what uh, this is what we do. This is people people get the medicine for free and the sugar. <laughs> the sugar costs uh, just a little bit of money. A couple the, bucks. <laughs> the two parts of every diet: medicine and just yeah. pure sugar. Yeah, in our healthcare system, medicine is free, and the candy, the candy's going to cost you. Not that much. I've, I've told Tawny and Andrew that's one of the three musicals that I've seen in my life. Uh, Mary Poppins, the one that Tawny and Andrew just saw, and then the first one I ever saw was the Green Day musical. Wow, American wow, wow, Idiot wow, wow. on Broadway. Damn. So I'm uh, my horizons are expanding. I'm, I'm pretty pretty versed in musicals now. I think so. Big steps for me. Yeah, we so wild to me. Um, sort of separately, we have all seen, but not all three of us together. But Tanya and I went to see it together. But Kevin went uh, initially to see mm-hmm. um, the Stephen Sondheim musical Sunday. <laughs> well, yeah, what did George? you? What did I you think? Sun night. I was gonna say Sundays. Nope. Oh, well, that would be good too, right? Saturday. Sun- no, I'm just. <laughs> I, I was yes, it's sun, Sunday in the Park sun, with George at Sunday Singular. Playhouse. Sunday Singular yes. in the Park mm-hmm. with George, not Sundays in the Park oh with George. <laughs> no, he's not eating desserts in the park. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, know. Look, in case you're a new listener to this show and you have a migraine now, uh, we'd like to welcome you. This is Yo, Is This Racist? Where uh, me, Tony Newsom, your other host, Andrew T., and our producer, Kevin Bertel, listen to your voicemails about racism eventually, but first we get into some news and just generally tell you about or weeks, uh, <laughs> which is what we started doing. And I'm, look, we're going to get into this more on Yoke and We Live, but I, I, it's so, it's such a strange phenomenon for me. This is, th- this musical was like my favorite show growing up. It, I was a yeah. real Stephen Sondheim head. I was a musical theater kid. This was, this was a large part of my personality. <laughs> when I was in high school and college was me being like, I know this score top to bottom. I had the VHS tape with Mandy Patinkin and Bernadette Peters, and I ran it into the ground. That's why I named my cat Bernadette Peters. So, (laughs) and now... That specific musical is why? Yes! Oh, I did. Okay. I I was obsessed. It was was too much of my personality. And so now, seeing it as a grown woman with someone who... (laughs) Not only had never seen it, but had really never stayed awake through any musical in his life. <laughs> oh. It's such a bizarre feeling that this I don't know my... where to begin. Wait, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna read verbatim <laughs> um, my text to Tawny during the intermission. I got a mild case of the sleepies near the end of the act, but the music snapped me all caps right back. The musical wow. snap, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. The music's great. 
It was a good, it was a very good production. And it was just a wild sensation for me to be like, I don't know. I've never seen that show not with a bunch of other nerds like me who know every line of it. So it was yeah. just strange. I I think that is the case for most people. I um I think I might have had one of the most unique experiences <laughs> that you can have, which is seeing a I would say relatively niche musical. Is that right? Is that fair to say? Cold. It's, it's very specific. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like very few people see it with as little information as I had. Maybe yes. Kevin? Uh, yeah, I don't think I could name another Sondheim okay. uh, production. I Okay. So. so you and I, I feel like, I feel like most people that went in, mm-hmm. for instance, had at least seen other musicals. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. other Sondheim. They were, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's not a um, common first and no. like entry into the yeah. into that world. Yes. Okay. That's that's no. that's where I'm at. And we will finish this shit on <laughs> suboptimalpods.com. <laughs> I will say that to me this feels like for from my personal experience with with it was the equivalent of someone being like, "Have you ever gone to a professional uh football game before?" and then I said, "Yes, I've seen a basketball game." Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, "Uh, no, but okay." This is a little, yeah, this is a little bit like, I don't know if you've just been listening to like hip hop and pop your whole life and then someone takes you to a Rush show. Yes. And you're yeah. like, is this what rock music is? And it's like, what? No, sort mean, of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, well. no, hard no, and also sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, with my dad right now and his famous Rush story is he saw them in high school and the show was two hours, and the joke he always makes is, it was a two-hour show, and they basically only played three songs. You know how the worst <laughs> songs can be. Yeah, that's a good joke for your dad. That's now imagine right. if you'd grown up on a diet of D'Angelo and Mariah Carey only, <laughs> and then you go to that. You're going to be a little, it's going to be a little jarring. Yep. Um, but yes, we will continue this because, look, guys, we know what you're here for. You're here for the racism. You love that sweet racism. So that's what we do on this show. On the other show, which is Yo Can We Live, which is our racism antidote show, comes out every Friday. You can subscribe on Suboptimal Pods. That's where we get into uh, deep musical theater analyzation because the second we left the play, Andrew was like, do you want to get a drink, whatever? And I'm like, oh, like we're a little tired. We're going to go to bed. And Andrew's like, okay, because I have a lot of questions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just was wasn't. yesterday? Was this yesterday? Uh, this was Thursday. Two days. Thursday. Okay. Three days yeah. ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I don't know. Whatever, whatever we record this. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> I yeah, I just I was I I just I mostly have not questions about the musical, but like about the context yes. of musicals. Oh, this is gonna be a bit a broader conversation. I, I just realized. I just was like, what am I supposed to know? I I that's that's why I, I have a list of questions of like was I? Does everyone know this? That's maybe that's it. Does everyone know it, this? Is or does everyone here know this? Um, except for me. That's my main okay basis of the questions. Suboptimalpods.com. We're gonna get um, into it. If you're actually, a theater head, you're gonna love this convo. And even if you're not a theater head, guys, this is where I'm just gonna do the full pitch. You know, this show is subscription supported. We love putting this show out for free, but the way that we keep the lights on and keep everything going is through those subscriptions. And there's a couple different levels. So if you go to suboptimalpods.com, you can figure out 
what makes the most sense for you? Sorry, I dropped a remote. Uh, <laughs> that was that clattering noise. <laughs> Don't know why I'm holding a remote. I'm not watching a television. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go over there and uh, help support this show and listen to more ridiculous wandering conversations like yeah. this one. And actually, off of uh, the thing Tani said earlier, which is you come here for the racism, uh, a reasonable question is, do you? Um, so I think we're going to do hopefully a non like whack corporate version. Uh, I'm going to try to put together one of those like listener surveys because, um, we've been talking and we're like, what do people like? What do people want to actually hear? Um, Cause you know, y'all are, y'all are supporting this endeavor. Y'all are keeping the servers, Mm -hmm. the little rabbit that runs on the wheel that, Mm -hmm. The roadrunner that runs on the wheel that powers the server. We're you're you're the one buying the bird seed. So um, yeah, we're we're just trying to figure out what the what the best thing is. Because um, uh, yeah, this is this is uh, as they say on more professional <laughs> places. This is a listener supported show, um, and um, you know uh, I think it's you know that that's uh, we want to do the thing and. The thing that makes sense for people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm going to put together. I'm going to. I'm going to take my my hand at this and try to do some actually be responsible. Um, I guess corporate ish bullshit, and we'll just figure out what the what what people actually want to hear um, and what you want to hear more of. And I don't know. We'll do it until <laughs> you get sick of that. We love then, corporate Andrew. We love when Andrew tries his hand at corporate things. I love. I would say of the um, the uh, uh, business related things on the group chat this week, I followed through on one and a half out of three of them. So yeah, uh, pretty bad. good for me. Quite good, uh, yeah. and it can only go up from there. It can go down potentially. Look, if you only did half of the things at least you know at least you have somewhere to grow that's what (laughs) you just said but i just that's right i can i can uh d minus my way into this shit (laughs) um Um, speaking of d minus this isn't a segue what is the racism (laughs) news what has been bad what has been good i very much enjoyed listening to you and cody ziggler last week talk all things oscars yeah, mm. and talk about The Last of Us, which is a show that's too scary for me to watch, but I enjoy hearing it, my friends talk about it. You, that's about right. It's still, it's still, it's too scary. I, don't do I do think. Um, I mean, the shit that I've been kind of. I mean, there's the like Trump saying he's going to get arrested um, at the time of this when this comes out. He is saying he will have been arrested yesterday. He's almost certainly lying. Blah blah blah. White nationalists back in not back i mean they're they're as pathetic but control the levers of power as they always have so i don't know you know Mm -hmm. um did you see a friend of the show roy wood jr's tweet um (laughs) he said his mom texted him and was like or maybe it was his aunt was like trump's getting arrested tuesday do not go into work new york's gonna be crazy and he's like, they don't understand. If Trump gets arrested, I gotta go to work, given what I yeah. do. <laughs> more, yeah. more work than ever. Yeah, that's the only day uh, he has to go to work. Really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's a. Uh, we'll see. I guess I have no real faith in the like. It, it will, if he gets arrested, it will be in the eyes of our, whatever passes for our justice system, so bulletproof that it's like, all right, well, you know, 
and it, it will also be on some corporate shit that like Republicans probably can't agree on. Um, you know, uh, so I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, obviously they are, they are, uh, I don't know, big, big, a big mass of violent white nationalists, but they are not the biggest. So continue to fucking look out for each other. You know, that's all, that's all really that like right now to that you can really do. Like there's no like version of paranoia that probably really helps you. I don't know. What are you going to do? Get can't a fucking wait. gun? Like, come on. <laughs> can't wait to see what has happened by the time. Yeah. What will have out. had the, I, I would imagine why, why would I say something stupid? I'm about to say probably nothing. It's probably not going to be nothing. Who the fuck knows? Um, Who but knows? yeah, We're I mean, past. It's the shit that you should have been doing before of like taking care of each other, knowing who your community is and um, being ready. Um, mm-hmm. It's not more urgent because of this day. Uh, whatever happened. Um, I guess in local news, actually, apparently we are on track to um, oh, take yeah. down this fucking horrible uh, fence around Echo Park Lake, which um, it's closing right. in on this two-year anniversary. Um, once again, it is a thing that's like really like weird uh, because most people don't really care about it. I think anymore. There was like a fucking like uh, like protest, quote unquote, from like the fucking I guess right my right-wing neighbors about like how important it is to keep the fence up. How important the fence uh, is? Yeah, it's it oh. was like disgusting. Obviously, thankfully, it was only like. I don't know, 20 people or so, it looked like. Uh, How do you show like, your face at that type of a protest in L.A.? It's one thing these people who, like, vote that way, in, you know, hidden in their little uh, Silver Lake mansions, and then, you know, yeah. they act a different way in the voting booth, but... How are you gonna How are you gonna walk out your house and go to that in Los Angeles in the year twenty twenty three and not just be ridiculed by every comedy writer walking by? I mean, I think they were they were the the context I heard that they were even there was just like people were you know heckling these clowns, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the funniest, snarkiest, bitterest, most underpaid people in all of <laughs> the <laughs> entertainment industry live right there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And are just going to make fun of I you. Was, I was at my house. <laughs> well, but had you taken Peanut for a walk, you would have been one of them. <laughs> well, I will say, I mean, it is going to be, I don't go past Echo Park or don't go in Echo Park while the fence is up. Because, um, you know, without being mellow fucking dramatic about it, that was that night is some shit I will actually never forget until I die. It was, again, I know I'm like relatively sheltered and I know more extreme shit has happened and people, including our listeners, have been involved in more extreme shit um, sticking up for what's right um, in the last two years, three years, obviously, more obviously also. But it was the most extreme shit I personally have ever witnessed, you know, mm-hmm. targeting journalists, targeting legal observers, people mm-hmm who are lawyers, who have green fucking hats on, whose, like, actual stated purpose is to observe, to make sure you don't do what you're about to do, LAPD, which is target them for arrest first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, that is fascist shit, just, like, almost by textbook definition. If it happened, like, you know, if a uh, if a government in the Middle East did this, we'd be calling for fucking, you know, the UN to step in. You know, it's mm. it, it was fucking, like, harrowing. So, I don't know. I probably, personally, um, I'm going to be extremely happy to see that fence come down. And yeah, 
It will be, yeah, I'll be happy to go back into Echo Park. Um, you know, it's a part of my community. Um, get on a yeah, swan now, boat. I. <laughs> you ever get on a swan boat and paddle around? I was, look, I was looking at those swan boats yesterday. It is like, I the swan boats, very, uh, very difficult to paddle, apparently. Like, at speed. You're they supposed to just paddle out and then just, like, be on mushrooms or make out or whatever. But... <laughs> Like, I think if you actually try to move, they're, like, some of the least efficient, like, watercraft possible. They, to me, are a perfect uh, microcosm or or encapsulation of of L.A.'s quote-unquote beauty. Because when it's sunny out and there's a bunch of people in them and they're not really trying to, like, be too effective with them or go anywhere, it looks idyllic. The second it's like gray or kind of grim out, or the second you try and see anyone trying to do anything or get anywhere with it, it is the most dark, depressing, uncomfortable shit. And that's this city. Yeah, that's right. It's good. As soon as the sun goes away and you try to get any work done, (laughs) shit gets dark. (laughs) That being said, now I'm like, maybe when the uh, when the fence comes down, I gotta do a, a swan boat race. See how fast I can get that fucker to go. I do bike every day. We'll, we'll I, I put it on a, a subscription site. Do you want to see more videos? Who knows? <laughs> Just a slow wobbling paddle boat going across <laughs> a dirty lake. Uh, only because this is coming up now, but this is another probably Yoko We Live conversation. But uh, uh, one thing we've talked about on Yoko We Live a long, not a long, but a medium time ago was the video game God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, one of the most infuriating things in that one is it has a mechanic where you're in a boat quite a lot, but he only paddles on the left side of the boat, no matter which way you're turning. And it, mm. it, like it's a canoe, and it makes me fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a bizarre. <laughs> it's so weird. Get the paddle boat mechanics right. I just uh, rewatched um, the documentary about the making of the 2018 game, uh, where they do a surprise announcement of the game at E3, a like video game kind of comic convention. And there's a montage of people just like screaming and like losing it. And I started, I tear up every time I watch the reveal because it's just a montage of like people all over the world, like, like screaming so excited. And I'm like, I have to consume different art where I'm just not watching the release of a video game and I'm crying every time I watch it. Oh, that's sweet. Um, yeah. The only thing I had going on this week, which we don't have to litigate or get too much into, was I <laughs> I got I got real mad at some dumb guy on Twitter talking shit about Meg White from the Re- White Stripes. Not I being saw, a good oh my god, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I got so irrationally mad. I got mad like it was 2004, and that argument first started, and I got mad yeah. back then. And this mm-hmm. dude has now, like, you don't need to go look for the tweet. He deleted it. He also walked it back with a pretty extensive apology. And, you know, I I don't think, look, the entire internet jumped down this man's throat. So I don't think yeah. anyone needs to yell at him anymore. I think he made a dumb, snarky comment and then saw that Meg White's got shooters out there. There's still people yeah. defending her ass. Um, but to me, it was just such a, like, oh, God, are we still having this conversation about women musicians and women drummers who do something simple but effective who aren't these like speaking of rush earlier who aren't these like who aren't claiming to be these technical jazz savants Mm -hmm. or like (laughs) absolutely i mean some of those you know some of those drumming dorks kevin as a drummer Mm -hmm. i'm sure you love 
And then mm-hmm. people like Meg White are like just as essential to the fabric of rock and roll. And to me, it was Absolutely. just the the idea that like White Stripes are literally getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's going to be like the third female drummer ever to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like those first couple White Stripes album are are, are still some of the hardest hitting rock music yeah. to come out of the last 30 years. And she was half the band. There's two of them. There's two of them in the band. So to be like, man, White Stripes was good, but the drummer sucked is crazy. <laughs> yeah, It's just right. like not possible. Not to throw shade, but like the, the his like later work with like the Dead Weather and stuff that have very like technical drumming like is good and I do like it, but like it's it's very different and like I don't know like I when I go back and forth I'm like I just want to listen to White Stripes and like yeah. black out um, and yeah I don't know some sometimes like the the technical stuff isn't like you know everyone wants to throw that on and like, yeah she was she's prolific it, it completely like it just ignores the it completely ignores feel it completely ignores like feel Absolutely. what the song needs like being effective for the song but yeah, yeah one tweet i saw was like yo jack white has had access to for 20 years has had access to every nashville ass studio session guy and like None of his records have hit as hard as those White Stripes. No. Anyway. um, (laughs) But it was just such a like, yeah, it was just such an old school uh, misogynist rock and roll argument. I was like, what year Mm -hmm. is it? This woman isn't even in music anymore. She retired a legend. I heard she opened like a taxidermy shop. Let this lady just like stuff some birds in peace. (laughs) (laughs) What we really need is music and then music for men. (laughs) <laughs> which is like all black and then it like comes it's like costs like 14 cents more per dollar you're right and like you it's know. like oat milk you're yeah. right yeah. it's like how they're trying to um market more like basically purses and carry all bags to men and they're calling yeah. it all kinds of different stuff yeah so we need men we need men's rock so that the yeah. rest of rock and roll can just be can just be fucking normal, normal. <laughs> yeah normal and neutral dude wipes for men Dude yeah. wipes of rock. <laughs> we need dude wipes of rock. Um, um, anyway, a little off topic for this show, but the reason it's on topic is because it was a thing that made me mad. Yeah. I think, I mean, the other Twitter thing too is like, this is, I guess, I, you know what? And like, we are not obviously, maybe not obviously, it doesn't matter. Um, we are not the podcast that specializes in talking about trans folks, um, mm-hmm. except in as much as, you know, we do not see their victimization by the right wing as separate from the general yep. bigotry. I don't know. I mean, there were all these, there was a protest um, in, uh, I think it was Australia. And and just like, you know, if it doesn't help, you know, there, there's no like reasoning with these anti-trans folks, but like literal, actual, like Heil Hitlering Nazis were on the side of the turfs. So, mm-hmm. uh, turfs and the cops. So, just like, you know, you're not doing a good job of differentiating yourself uh, from these people. Um, and if, you know, like for instance, if I was at a thing that I was like, this is, there's reasonable things, I'm just standing up for myself but Nazis were on my side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, f- mm-hmm. only important thing I would think was important was making sure I kicked the fucking Nazis out. Mm-hmm, and anything mm-hmm. short of that really tells you a lot of who you are. 
And um, then going back to the talking points, like if you went to a meetup because you're like, we're protesting this bad grocery store from opening in our neighborhood. And then you went yeah. there and there's all these Nazis there with you. You kick the Nazis yeah. out first. Then you yeah. huddle up with the people that you previously agreed with and you go, let's revisit these talking points yeah. and see yeah. where we went fucking wrong. Why did Absolutely. Nazis love this stuff so much? Yeah, you know? we must be and, doing something wrong. Yeah, there's, so, listen, and and it's not like, uh, this, I'm sorry, I'm like feeling like repeating myself, but like that is sort of the nature of bigotry and fighting it is like, mm-hmm. They don't have any new ideas. They're just dressing up, you know, new flavor of the month, I guess. Mm-hmm. And their new flavor of probably this election cycle, I guess, is um, going after trans folks because I think they perceive them as being a smaller, more vulnerable portion of the population would be my guess. Yes, and it's a test to see how many cis people and, you know, people who present as gender conforming are going to actually stand up with them. It's a test to see if we're going to stand up or if we're gonna like have that bystander effect bullshit and just not yeah not worry about it until it comes to our doorstep and so yeah. what we are saying not as elegantly as some other people are saying is that it's at our doorstep this is our doorstep yeah. no matter your gender expression or identity yeah it's like yeah so fucking you know that will continue to be a thing i don't know if you know obviously there's nothing specifically new about this but they're nazis the turfs nazis if you're gender critical, you're a fucking Nazi. Like, that's sort of it. So, um, you know, sorry, maybe it's like, maybe you can have all these thoughts, but now that we, that it is very clear that that is the side of the Nazis, if your thing is still like, oh, but bathrooms, like, you're a Nazi. <laughs> if you yeah, don't revisit. mind standing standing next to a Nazi, you're definitely a Nazi. <laughs> Uh, okay, Andrew, now you're just ripping <laughs> off, uh, you might be a redneck. You're just ripping hey, off. I said, <laughs> oh my God, I almost said Jeff Dunham, then I almost said Bill Ingvall. <laughs> These you're men circling. You're circling. <laughs> none, of, none of those guys mind studying next to Nazis, I'm pretty sure, unless they've changed their tune drastically for the last time I thought about them. Um, maybe Lord. not. I don't fucking know. Uh, I guess, what's the deal with me. turfs? Um, okay, let's <laughs> go away. By go yeah. away, I mean have an ad break and then come back and do some voicemails. Yo. We did it. Welcome back. Um, what are we doing? Voicemails. I, I, there's a bunch of voicemails. I don't, I even less than normal remember <laughs> what the fuck was in there. So, Bill yeah, Engvall was it. the here's your sign guy. Mm-hmm. Like his thing was like, you're stupid. Here's your sign. Okay. I just had to, oh. like, sorry. My brain was trying to complete some sort of a processing loop and it couldn't do it. But Jeff they were both part of the blue collar comedy. There was a blue collar. Bing and Fall was the, was the, um, not the, that was Ron Lynch was a cigar guy. Whoa. Ron White. Oh, Ron White was the cigar guy. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And then there was the Larry the Cable guy. There was, uh, yeah. Sorry. This is all from my time working at uh, Comedy Central. But congrats. Uh, what is that? What is the guy? Uh, Jeff Dunham was the guy with the like a very like, racist puppets. Racist puppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. listen, that is the last time I talked about it and uh, thought about him. Maybe he has changed his tune. Um, he was so. <laughs> right. I highly, I suspect he hasn't either. Uh, but he was right at the edge of that, you know, crowd where it's like, you know, people can change for the worse and the better, I guess, you know. Yeah. And he came out of a tradition of 90s comedy that that shit was not a problem. 
Um, so yeah, I guess don't bother letting us know. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Here comes a voicemail. Hi, Andrew, Tawny, and guest. Uh, repeat caller, love the show. My dumb question today is about sellers on TikTok. I've started buying a lot of crystals uh, <laughs> directly from Chinese sellers on TikTok. And <laughs> sorry about the pause. <laughs> a lot of them are working like 12 hour days, seven days a week. And I know this is what they're doing to feed their families and stuff. But is my contributing to, like, should I just stop purchasing these because it's contributing to uh, unethical work conditions? Or is it okay since, you know, I'm actually helping feed people who voluntarily signed up for these jobs? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I buggered this voicemail up really good. No, that's fine. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a great day. <laughs> the pause didn't make it any more or less weird. I mean, I'm just taking it at face value that there's, I guess, a big unethical like TikTok crystal marketing. Yeah, there's network. a ton of fake. Yeah, they're just made of like resin and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't listen. I'll just be to me about this for ten seconds, which is like I don't know who cares if it's made out of resin. <laughs> oh, um, I just more mean like yeah. If you think you're buying like a natural thing from the earth, often you are yeah. not. The TikTok thing is like they're they're a lot of them are scams. Anyway, yeah, but you know who cares? Uh, if you're enjoying that that part of it, it's like if you're enjoying it, the people who want crystals care. Yeah. I'm saying we uh, don't care because we're not buying crystals anywhere. But yeah. if you want a real one, you're gonna be mad. It's a scam. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm gonna stop being me about this. This is not the. This is we're not the. We're past the important part. I should. You can I be me. Open my mouth. You can be you me about it in a different way. How about this? Caller, we love you. Love how you're you're being so thoughtful about this. Did you call this show from an iPhone, <laughs> sir? Did you call right. this show from pants? Made, where were your pants made, sir? Yeah. You're going to have to do a lot. to If you want to get rid of all of the problematic shit you've bought that's contributed to suffering in the world, you got a big life change coming. Cou- yep. Sort of counterpoint. Maybe he's spending a lot on crystals. <laughs> Maybe. And look, it is a noble endeavor to try to source things that are more ethically produced. That is a noble yeah. endeavor that we can all work harder at in certain areas. If you're buying crystals on TikTok, they are He said TikTok, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I got it. I yes, he said TikTok. I can't Then this is pla- you're buying plastic, you're buying things that aren't real in the first place, so you're you're not engaged in the ethical uh side of this business. You have not found yeah. Some, I don't even know what the ethical crystal sellers are. Maybe they know a geologist. I don't know. Yeah. I bought yeah. one at, at, at a Zion National Park because I was like, this is like, we're in a cool park. Here's a cool rock. That seemed fine, but who knows? <laughs> I didn't do well, my crystal I, research. I think that that's it, right? It's like like the, the I guess, uh, annoyingly serious side of, sir, how much money are you spending on crystals is like, there is like, you know, something to be said for examining the ethics of what you spend your money on. Yes. But listen, unless you're spending a lot more on crystals than I think you should be, <laughs> like 
there's just there's other ways to spend your justice brain cycles than thinking Ooh. about this specific rabbit hole. Yeah. Right? Like it's just like, yeah, there's but there's you know, lots of things that you could be doing that are sort of less specific and less and more broadly achieve the same purpose of what you're trying to do. Yep. So try doing that. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Or if you want to, like Tony said, do your research for it. Don't just yeah. like and let everyone up. else know. Yeah. Well, I it sounds like the research is done. Like this part this person knows that it's unethical. They're just but like do your research of maybe finding other places yeah, to buy something it from. Else. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to think of like I mean, look, if it's something that's important to you, if you love crystals, mm. first of all, you're not you're probably not getting real ones. So that's one reason to stop doing it. And the other one is <laughs> It's probably not yeah. the working conditions aren't great, so go find somewhere that is better. Yeah, or you can. It it is like, you know, this might be a sort of moral. Uh, my, the the thing I uh, I've said many times that I think is like kind of obviously morally incorrect, but it, like I still kind of think it basically works. Is this thing of like. There's plenty of shit you can do to improve people's lives mm. closer to you, more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do often way too much bang the drum of like, look, there's fucking people in your community. I mean, again, we we live in, you know, quote unquote, you know, liberal California. But even like when, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, you know, there are people within you know, a hundred miles of us, 50 miles of us who, you know, a place where we think people like women have the right to choose, like who for a variety of reasons don't feel like they have the right to choose, um, whether it's economic, whether it's societal, whether it's safety. Um, and so like, like, I, I guess what I'm just saying is like fixating on th- these like folks who you're buying crystals from over in TikTok or like, or like in the case of like so many Angelinos, it's like, Oh, we got to like send money to like help people in the South. Um, it's like a okay impulse, but like it does sort of ignore the shit that is like right in front of your face. Right. Um, or maybe not ignore, but like the proportions probably aren't correct. You can, mm. you know, you can't help everyone and you can way more effectively help someone closer to you in all likelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not a fucking guarantee. But I'm just saying, like, like spending all this time worrying about whether you're doing the right thing for someone far away is, like, nice. Um, but if there's, like, a performative element that is, like, you know, actively keeping you from doing real shit, that's also something to think about. And then there's also just the simple answer of, like, if something's making you feel icky, you should find a different way to do it, no matter yeah. what. Right, like if you feel weird, yeah, totally. D- uh, just go find find somebody else to buy these rocks from. Yeah, the thing about the Earth is the Earth stay making rocks. Like Ooh. she is lousy with rocks. She's gonna keep making them. They're gonna keep being mm-hmm. for sale as long mm-hmm. as long as as white women are still <laughs> able to sell them in L.A. Mm-hmm. Y- so as far as we them. know. Yeah. Listen, maybe in a hundred years. Maybe in five years, we're going to be like, yo, we dug up all the rocks. We we sold all the rocks. We polished them all up. Oh, shit. 
They we even are took in... some of the scraps and tried to make new rocks. We're out. No, they are. They are just littered in bungalows all over <laughs> Joshua Tree, and <laughs> there's no more in the ground. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there is some ecological issue with harvesting all these crystals that I don't know about. I I look forward to a geologist tweeting at us and yelling at us because you're probably right. Yeah, but, get at um, us, geologists, or <laughs> yeah. or just an environmental biologists in general. Possibly, we don't know. We don't know. If we knew, we wouldn't be doing this shit. Look, we don't even really know about the shit we're supposed to be talking about. We're not like really the next one. In- we're, yeah, yeah. Like that question. We're not really in the rock business. The way I am in the in the rock community is, I bought a property, and for some reason, every rock is in the wrong place. We got to move every <laughs> single rock that's on this land to a different spot because some <laughs> spots need rocks and some spots don't. That has mm-hmm. tended to be a genuinely delightful part of um, every time I visit uh, you out the compound. Is like so many of the chores. In a good way. It's actually been a way. It's been a minute since I've done chores. But so many of the chores boil down to basically what Fred Flintstone did, which is moving <laughs> rocks from one place to the next. Uh, these rocks over here? Gotta go over there. <laughs> Gotta rocks. go over there. Big rocks, well, Look how good rocks. the rocks look over here. Exactly. I'm anyway. loving it. I love it. It makes me feel like it's, it is truly the only time I've ever accomplished anything worthwhile <laughs> visiting you guys. Because every other thing I've done in my life has been objectively bullshit. Like, actively and objectively bullshit. And, like, at least moving rocks to the right place is the right thing. Oh, my God. I'm sounding like a doomsday prepper. You are. You are. Shout out to all the television shows you've written for. Um, All right. Next voicemail. Hello. So, uh, I joined the DEIA team for my company halfway through this past year. And one of our two team leaders uses the phrase African-American on a regular basis in presentations, discussion groups, on materials and handouts, everything. However, I am pretty sure as a white woman that I have zero business telling our team leader, who is a black woman, that saying African-American instead of black is not the way to go. I would never. I also realize that it's probably just generational. What I worry about, however, is that our company is a small, privately owned, and until recently, not diverse at all. Um, Also within an industry that's not uh, diverse at all. And the good thing is that our leadership is committing to course correction there, so that's an action step. But where we are right now, many of our employees are middle-aged to older white people who probably also say African-American. And it seems problematic to me that we as we commit to DEIA work that the DEIA team itself is presenting antiquated language as the norm whenever we discuss this. Uh, I haven't said anything to anyone about it yet because I have no business correcting a black woman and even letting my white team members know that they should be saying black also feels like it would be correcting my team leader, but in secret, which seems even worse, so I don't want to do that. Um, anyway, I'd love your thoughts, uh, and I listen enough to know that I'm probably, maybe, about to be pummeled with an obvious answer that I should be embarrassed <laughs> to have even asked for. Oh, no, we got but people scared. So, thank you. We would never well, yeah, pummel. That's so funny. We uh, would never. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. You sound so no. sweet. We wouldn't pummel you. <laughs> 
All right, we have to we have to clear this up because y- y'all are so earnest about this African American versus black thing, and I feel a I've, little responsible. Oh, I was gonna say I feel responsible. <laughs> I, I think we're both responsible because Andrew and I live in a in a world where we can tell our bosses they sound like dorks when they say African American. Yeah. For the most part, that's what and en- that's what entertainment wants. Our entertainment jobs. Most of our bosses want to know when they sound dorky because that's really what it is. African-American is not a slur. It just makes you sound like you don't know any black people. So if you are a black woman working in corporate America choosing to use that because it sounds more quote unquote formal, I get that too. It's just not like how regular folk talk and our jobs in entertainment, we're, we're largely trying to just sound like regular folk. Everybody just wants to sound like how people speak because it's entertainment corporate America is different. So this is not like a huge problem at your job. It's just like probably a lot of other things in the corporate materials they're handing out. You don't sound cool, but are you trying to? What's your job? Like, (laughs) what is this job? I had had boiled this down to what I think could be a a bumper sticker that doesn't make any sense, which is, is, here's my phrase, uh, corny is not parenthesis necessarily and parenthesis <laughs> a crime <laughs> wow <laughs> that's that's perfect andrew andrew it makes so much sense <laughs> it's not necessarily <laughs> like i i don't want to say it's not a crime because there are yeah. definitely people yeah that it can be There's, a crime for sure <laughs> but Oh my God. It's oh. all right to, it's, there's a lot of shit we talk shit about here, which is like, again, it's not, it can be a crime in the wrong hands, but yeah. mostly it's just corny. It's just And corny. it is fine to let people be corny and out of touch. Um, I bet your whole job is corny, caller. Look at that job mm-hmm. and tell me it's not 78% corny. All mm-hmm. jobs are corny. That's my other bumper <laughs> sticker. <laughs> Wow. We got a oh. fleet of bumper stickers. Wow. Listeners' cars are going to be decked out. Yeah. Listeners' cars are going to look wild. And like that, yeah, that black woman writing that down and passing it out, maybe she also doesn't like the way your white-ass company says black. Like, maybe she tried it. And she was like, ooh, that's hitting the ear wrong. Let's go back to the, yeah. let's go back to some formal speech. We are African-American. You are Caucasians. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it real. 1992. <laughs> I mean, that is unfortunately the like the the rule of thumb that isn't gonna hold up because the wrong people will take the wrong message. But it's like yeah. you you'll start saying black. You'll know when you should start saying black. Like yeah, you'll and know. And you don't need to tell anybody. Okay, the one like piece of like maybe useful advice is you could always ask. Like I don't know, you can you could ask this woman. Maybe there's a like polite way to ask like hey is is using the term black acceptable as well in these like official documents or meetings or whatever the fuck you know or or do you prefer we this is the language we use and maybe like throw in a couple other races or or just throw in a couple other questions in there so you're not just you're not sending a one-line email that's like can i say black like (laughs) just kind of you know bury the lead a little bit here's here's how you'll know actually here's the other thing some people should say African-American because <laughs> they don't have black friends. Yeah. If you can't act right, you got to say the old words. Yeah. Because <laughs> that just indicates to everyone where you are in your journey, which is starting to bring me to my actual, I think, 
potentially workable rule that might actually work and not be abused, which is everyone should say African-American because when you, until you are told by an act, when enough black folks care about you, one of them will say, Hey man, you should just say black. (laughs) And we don't count. We don't know. Yeah, We, we haven't said you should say black. Now, this is where I I'm going I back to. I have said it a lot. I have said it well, a no, lot. Well, no, I think I have said it too, which is like, I don't know, we probably shouldn't have done that. But um, the reality is you will be, that. that's the self-correcting system. Mm-hmm. Say African-American because eventually, if you have the right black person in your life who cares about you enough, they will tell you. That might actually work as a rule. I don't know. It's all tricky. These aren't... Look, that's why I just want to go back to. African-American is not a slur. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We are more... We're more annoyed by it than we should be. There's bigger shit to focus on, for sure. Corny is not a crime, necessarily. Corny is not a crime. Let that woman be corny and get through her day. <laughs> I think this might be the first time in a long time we've actually come up with actual, real-ass, workable rules that might work maybe i don't i still don't i think everyone should say black unless it sounds wrong because then someone's going to beat them up for that but maybe that's not a good but that's that's what that's what i'm saying everyone should say african-american and then whether small small amounts of embarrassment (laughs) until you are corrected It's and then just that laughing way, at know. the li- the listeners like on their notes app, like typing something and then hitting delete, 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 Erasing, and then yeah. typing something, and then <laughs> we are not helping you. Our, our because our advice is literally just like be cool, man. Just yeah. be cool, and everything will be fine. And this person's like, I don't know how I have to tell my DEIA initiative. But that's what that's why that person sounds like the type of person who should say African American. This is why I think my role works. All right. All right. Listen to Andrew, because I don't have a better rule. (laughs) I just think it works. I don't know. Again, people will sound corny, but some people should sound corny. That's what what I'm getting at. Not everyone should sound Mm -hmm. cool. You're right. You're right. Not everybody should, like, pass the do you have black friends smell test on the first go, because they probably don't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. I'm just saying maybe, maybe. But I think. But maybe. Do Chinese people have a have a test? How do you know? How do you know um, if people should hang around y'all? I think the, the same. It's the same version. Actually, it is the same version of the thing that I have said, but it's easier because this is the the not doing something. the 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 front side of this rule is just not doing something, which is like we will tell you what kind of Asian person we are when we trust you enough. You don't have to ask. The fact that you don't know means that we didn't want to tell you, so you never have to ask. But that's a much easier rule to follow because it's just a don't ask, and it's not embarrassing yourself on the on the A side of that rule. But right, that, right, it's, right. It's essentially the same rule, which is like, listen, you're not, if you have to ask, you're not cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either you know, or which is okay, or you don't, which can be okay too, but you don't yeah. need to say you don't need yeah. to ask, which is yeah. maybe wild and has never occurred to me <laughs> to ask an Asian person what type of Asian they are. Yeah. Oh. It's just oh, like, but it's, yeah, I, that's similar to what I'm suggesting for the mm-hmm. this situation, which is yeah. like, you'll just know, you'll be brought in, you'll be brought in. Don't ask. Asking is one of the first ways to have your invitation rescinded. 
That's true. And a similar version of this goes for the, I believe, African-American and Black situation. Okay. Yeah. That's probably more watertight than just a bunch of white folks saying Black out here willy-nilly scaring folks. Yeah. <laughs> just startling people. Like, oof. Huh. One fellow was that? A little, uh, a little sharp. Um, we're going to go away. Subominablepods.com. And yeah, look for it. I'm going to, again, as promised, and I'm saying it on the podcast partially to hold myself to this, like mm-hmm. come up with some some version of a thing, less like a user survey so that we can sell your information, but more like a user search, not sell your information, but you know, whatever. Like, um, yeah, we're, we're uh, increasingly, yeah, listener supported. So you guys are our bosses. <laughs> it's the <laughs> other way to look at it. So mm-hmm. how are we doing? I don't know. Do you like the racism stuff? Do you want more bumper stickers? Mm. Do you like, you know, just the bullshit on Yo Can We Live, which you can subscribe to at Um, mm-hmm. You know, do does anyone actually watch the uh, material when we do watch-alongs, like uh, the, the Suboptimal Bundle at Dale Dudes? I've never actually heard of anyone. I've heard multiple people be like, of course we don't watch, like, no. queue up the thing. No one queues I, up Chippendale's yeah. Park Life on whatever obscure BitTorrent server you have to watch it on. Everyone just <laughs> listens to you and Matt talk. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but if anyone does, let it, that was the time to let us know. Because, for instance, that'll save me time counting down the time codes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I do. Uh, fastidiously, I believe. Um, mm. I don't fucking know. Anyway, 323-389-7223, race still looking, um, enjoying, and we'll do something uh, with the um, HR diversity training stories. That's the, the fun kind of snitch. Um, and yeah, we're just, uh, I think we're open to playing around with how the show works. So, you know, your input is helpful. That being said, don't send any of that input to Trondy Newman. Nope. <laughs> or you can Kevin J. Bartel, but probably it's easiest just to send it at Andrew T. on various social media. Suboptimal Pods, yo, is this racist? Um, all right, peace. Bye. This is Suboptimal.